This is episode number 130. Part of what is most difficult in recovering from trauma is the way our brain records and stores memories about trauma. Survivors like myself not only have to contend with the negative stories they have internalized about themselves because of something bad that someone else did to them, but they also have to deal with their brains and nervous systems not being able to understand when they are in danger and when they are not. Welcome to Claiming Your Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Franny Nicole. When we are born, we're not told about the struggles that life will present and how it will affect us within. Over time, we begin dealing with the frustration, the loss, the huge obstacles and roadblocks that life inevitably puts in our way. And for some, this is a breaking point. And for others, this is where they thrive. Each week, we'll bring you the breakdowns and breakthrough stories from some of the most influential people in their fields. It is these stories of redemption we hope will resonate, creating a space for that is powerful, productive, and life-changing. Because when it all comes down to it, all you have to do is claim your truth. Happy Hump Day, podcast listeners. Hope everyone had a fun Halloween last week and is having a great start to their November. What are some of your goals for the remainder of the year? One of my goals is to get healthier so I can go into 2020 with a healthy mind and body. I know in the last few episodes I have shared that I've been going through some health issues, so I thought it was time to fill you all in on what's been going on with me. Two months ago, I was diagnosed with breast cancer, and to say the least, my life was flipped upside down the moment I heard the words cancer. I took a few days and suffered alone with this diagnosis before sharing the news with my family so I can process what was happening. It wasn't until the day of my lumpectomy surgery that I truly started to share what was going on. Were people mad that I waited to tell them? Yes, they were. They were hurt that I didn't tell them, that I didn't let them know and couldn't believe I didn't tell them. This was about me and the things I needed to process before I could share such heavy news about myself. During that time, I initially thought, why me? Why is this happening to me? I'm only 33 years old. I'm way too young. My radiation treatment starts Monday. And now that I have had two months to let it all sink in, I no longer feel the words of why is this happening to me? But more, what lessons will I learn from all of this? So I will keep you all updated on my recovery. And if you have any tips or questions or even stories you would like to share with me of a similar situation, reach out. I would love to hear from you all. You can send me a message on claimingyourtruth.com or on my Instagram on Franny Nicole on the go. Laurel K. Hamilton once said, There are wounds that never show on the body that are deeper and more hurtful than anything that bleeds. I wanted to chat this week about emotional trauma because some of mine have been coming up lately and some of it I thought were long gone from my thoughts. Emotional trauma is everywhere and so many of us are affected by it. So why not talk about it? When we lose someone or something we love or even a stressful event breaks apart, our sense of security, we begin to view our environment and those around us as dangerous. As sad as that sounds, it's what happens. Even if a certain event doesn't cause us any physical harm, 
being in a state of fear can still cause us to become traumatized. I've done a lot of personal development in the last 18 months or so, and part of the reason I started this podcast was because of my own emotional trauma that I had to work through and that I'm still working on. Last week, a new friend of mine who I've been hanging out with lately asked me some questions about my past that I have yet to share with anyone. I answered and shared with him the truth, but I felt like I was being really defensive about it. Like if I was waiting for him to judge me and get upset, but he didn't. And I ended up getting upset about it instead. He then said, don't you have a podcast on claiming your truth? Why are you so afraid to talk about your past? He was right. Being vulnerable and sharing traumatic events to someone is hard. And I appreciate all my guests who have sat across from me and shared their most vulnerable moments, which they've overcome or currently overcoming. It's my turn now. I'm done crying inside. I need to be proud of the things that have made me who I am today. It's safe to say I still suffer from emotional trauma. As a result of this emotional trauma, at times I feel numb, disconnected, and I lose my trust in others. It can take a lot of time for this pain to go away and for me to feel safe again. I also suffer from troubling memories, anxiety, and emotions, especially from the year of 2006. 2006 haunts me and I still have nightmares from it, but I work on letting it go every day and I get closer and closer to being completely healed. Part of what is most difficult in recovering from trauma is the way our brain records and stores memories about trauma. Survivors like myself not only have to contend with the negative stories they have internalized about themselves because of something bad that someone else did to them, but they also have to deal with their brains and nervous systems not being able to understand when they are in danger and when they are not. Traumatic memories are stored in the part of the brain responsible for human emotions and the fight or flight response. When a traumatic memory surfaces, the parts of the brain linked to emotions and physical functions are stimulated, causing survivors to feel like the traumatic event is happening in the present rather than like it is in something in the past. Kevin Crenshaw once said, if you haven't healed it, every time you think about a negative event from your past, your body produces the exact same chemicals in the body as when it happened. That means you relive the experience hundreds of times simply because you haven't let it go. That hit me so hard, and that's exactly what I did when I shared my traumatic experience with a friend. I was living it all over again like it was happening. To go back in time to the bad things we experienced firsthand or worse that we caused to ourselves or to someone else is painful. When we experience emotional trauma, oftentimes we're told to focus on ourselves, but that can be much easier said than done. When it feels like the weight of the world is on your shoulders, which is more times than none, it's challenging to even find the strength to lift your leg, at least for me, and begin putting one foot in front of the other. In fact, finding strength to heal from emotional trauma can be utterly exhausting and debilitating at times. However, it's one of the most important things you can do for your well-being. No matter how you've dealt with trauma so far, no matter how distressed you might feel, there is nothing wrong with you. 
what is wrong is what happened to you. And I've had to say that so many times to myself. There is nothing wrong with you. What is wrong is what happened to you. Many survivors feel shame and self-blame for having debilitating distress long after the traumatic event is over. This is exactly what I dealt with. And what I've learned was keep the shame where it belongs. It is not yours to carry. Our society diagnoses survivors of trauma as mentally ill when it is their social conditions and the horrifying things that happen to people that are the real disorders. This does not mean that you don't need help or you don't have mental health challenges because of trauma, but the cause of your condition does not reside within you. Trauma causes people to feel different or even alienated. Considering that an estimated 70% of adults in the U.S. have experienced a traumatic event at least once in their lives, and up to 20% of those people develop post-traumatic stress disorder. It's important to recognize that you are not the only one, even if it feels like that, because trauma makes one feel isolated. Getting connected to others is essential to healing. It might feel like too much to talk about your trauma with other survivors and that's okay or just to people in general. If this is the case for you, who else can you connect with? Who feels safe or non-judgmental? While it's sometimes necessary to take rest and refuge alone, which most of us tend to do, this can quickly become an ineffective coping mechanism for dealing with trauma. Also, you don't have to share the details of your trauma to connect with others. You can focus on what you're feeling and ask for specific things that you need. I'm still learning to connect with others this way. And yes, it can be hard, but it must be done to get better. It is also important to remember that no one never completely forgets such events, nor do professionals suggest that it is the goal of recovery. Healthy recovery involves acknowledging that the events were terrible but at the same time, not allowing them to interfere with your daily living. Even if 10 years later, a sudden noise triggers momentary fear or a nightmare from 2006, the journey to heal from trauma is a long one. Some say lifelong. And what I've learned so far more than anything is that people heal. People are resilient and people are capable of much more than they can imagine when they choose to take their first step towards healing. I know I went on and on in this episode about my own trauma and how I'm trying to overcome it and what I've learned so far, but what exactly was the event or experience I'm referring to? Well, I'm getting together with my friend Mark Shapiro, host of Are You Being Real podcast, to talk about my experiences and how I got to where I am today. No date set yet, but it's coming. You won't want to miss out on it. So stay tuned for that episode. And I'm going to end this episode with a quote that really helps me that I read often. If you are to free your heart, you must embrace your painful feelings. Have faith that your thoughts will arise and cease of their accord. They will pass if you can face them head on with kind eyes. Your thoughts and feelings will dissolve if you don't try to hold on to them or push them away. Thinking will dissipate. Trust in the universal law of change. Well, that's a wrap. I appreciate you for listening to the end. And if you enjoyed what you heard, please share with your friends and subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the upcoming episodes. Feel free to send me a message on claimingyourtruth.com. Or you can reach out to me on Instagram at Franny Nicole on the go. I appreciate you. And remember, live your life in gratitude.